the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, joined by my co-host Don Dix. And um, we know the country has a lot of problems, and Prager put out a uh, map advertising his uh, Prager University showing that if only 18 to 25-year-olds voted in the last election, Hillary Clinton would have won more than 500 electoral votes. So that, the indoctrination of the culture and the government-run schools coupled with mass immigration of new Democrat voters are really the two combined threats to the republic and our freedom and our way of life. I have said that if we don't get back control of the schools— and churches don't engage in the culture and the body politic, uh, the republic is gone. We're pleased to have as our guest today, Bill Whittle. Now, he's spoken to the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. He is uh, an online commentator. He was with PJ Media for a while. Now he's, uh, he has his own website, BillWhittle.com. He's been on Fox News, National Review. And what I like about him is is he does probably the, the best job that I've seen of anyone of combining emotion, facts, and logic, and making a persuasive, uh, either a video or or an article. And one of the classics I saw, one of the first things I saw them was number one with a bullet, which we don't have time to get into probably today, but it, it, it was laying out the facts of gun control and how that has nothing to do with reducing crime or homicide. Look, Bill Whittle is clearly, when it comes to people that study the culture and the political landscape, uh, there isn't anybody that I think can compare to Bill's uh, studiousness and his work product, the stuff that comes out of that study in terms of both his his writing and his videos. And we're going to turn to Bill here, and his focus now, he has a new project to try to persuade the young people, the millennials, that they really are conservative. Welcome to the show, Bill. Hey, guys. It's great to be talking to you again. How have you been? Very well. Happy New Year, by the way. (laughs) So tell us what your focus is and how, as as best you can, because the project is not yet ready to roll out, what you're planning to do to try to deal with the 500 electoral votes that the young people would have given Hillary Clinton. It's funny you mentioned that uh, uh, Dennis Prager mentioned it, because I've been working off of that map for a little over a year now. I saw that map, and it is an ocean of blue. If only millennials voted for president, it's all blue except for Utah. It's it's 532 to 8 or something like that. Um, and that, as you mentioned in the intro, is that's the end of the world. That's, that's, that's you know, came over. Uh, so if you look at the map and you see what uh, young people are doing in terms of their voting, and this, by the way, is not what they might do someday. This isn't, you know, hey, we got to worry about this four years from now. This is how they vote now. You look at that blue ocean, and it's enough to make you just, you know, want to give up. 
And uh, the good news that I'm trying to bring here is that that blue ocean is very, very, very big. It's very wide, but it's actually very shallow. Mm. And this, yeah, and this occurred to me when I began to put a couple of different things together. I'd been playing computer games since the beginning. If I'd been a, if I'd been a year older, I would have missed the whole, you know, video game thing. But I've been playing them since the beginning, and I've been watching as more and more of these young people spend more and more time in video games. And I think that's anybody who has anybody under the age of 40 knows, you know, that they're just disappearing. And you, you don't see your nephews or your grandchildren anymore. They're, they're in there playing their, their computer games. So as a person who's been doing this for quite a while, it occurred to me one day that, you know, well, what actually happens in, in virtually every computer game out there, and I realized... You know, really, when it gets right down to it, pretty much every computer game out there is about two things. You, you make money and you, and you buy weapons. And I thought to myself, well, I like making money and buying weapons, and, um, and I'm a conservative, so what's going on here? And it took me a while to get the particulars out, guys, but I believe this from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I don't think you can change human biology. I think one of the essences of conservatism is that some things are, are unchangeable. Human nature is one of them. And what I began to realize was that young people, especially young men, but young women as well, were spending, these are Bernie-supporting left-wing progressive socialists. It's how they vote. But when you leave them alone, they spend all of their free time and all of their money going into a world where they get to act like conservatives. They get to shoot guns and they get to drive fast. They get to have hot women. They get to blow things up. They get a father figure telling them, good job. They're in combat. They're saving their buddies. The biology, you cannot, you cannot change the biology. And so I've come to realize that this uh, computer game uh, population, which gets bigger every minute, is really an entire generation that has checked out of uh, a reality that tells young men that they're just potential rapists or defective girls and all the rest of it. And, and it's the only place where they can go to do manly things and, and be free of all of this stuff. And so we don't have to change their minds, and we don't even have to change their behaviors. They're already out there right this second. They are making money and buying weapons. They're just doing it in the virtual world. You know, Jordan Peterson was just in Riverside not too long ago, and as I looked around the room of people attending that uh, evening, it was predominantly young males, and that's predominantly who he's drawing in. And I had the fortune of running into four of the folks that attended that at dinner uh, afterwards. Uh, I didn't go to dinner with them. We just ran into each other. And I asked them a bunch of questions. Basically, why did you go? What, what's, what's going on? And they said something really interesting. And that is that in the participation trophy era, yep. they have no structure. They've got no foundation. They have no uh, win lose they have I mean there's so much that they're missing and Jordan Peterson is bringing it what's the what's the Venn diagram between what George uh, Jordan Peterson is touching on and what you're talking about uh, that's a great question and I like the Venn diagram area in terms of what what are we overlapping on uh, one of the reasons that Jordan Peterson is the phenomenon that he is is well first of all, he's utterly fearless but what he's saying is not about he's not talking about politics He's talking about morality and behavior. He's basically saying to young men, pick up something heavy, go to work, get a job, be a man. And it's resonating everywhere. Uh, this is essentially the same kind of message that I, that I think we need to be sharing and that 
the, the areas where we overlap is we both understand that that it is about the, the the nature of the human character and not about their political policies. And this is bad news for the left because no matter how long and how hard they try to brainwash people, you cannot brainwash them out of their biology. Thank God. Where our, where our diagrams differ is in a very large area. And I, I say this with nothing, nothing but the greatest respect for him. But Jordan Peterson is, is talking to people's heads, and, I, and I'm going to be talking to their hearts. I want to talk to them in a, in a way where they don't even realize they're getting a message. What I'm trying to do, the best example of what I'm trying to do, I think, is to imagine you've got a dog and there's some medication he doesn't like, just some pill, and you have to pry his mouth open. Let's just call that the message they need to hear, the, you know, the, the, the story of American capitalism. And we're so busy trying to pry their mouths open and, and, and shove this pill down their throats, they're not coming to us. We have to put that pill inside a tasty little dog treat so that they wolf it down and they wolf all of the medicine down and then they keep bugging you wondering when the next medicine is going to be available. And, and that idea of dealing through these issues through emotion and through showing people rather than through telling them is why I believe it to be far more powerful than any of the head arguments, of which I have been doing, I've done four or five hundred of the big ones and many, many thousand smaller ones. So I'm not, I'm talking as a guy who's been talking to people's heads for 10 years now. Right. But, but that's not the answer. Well, that's a great, that's a great point. Um, and before, is emotion. Is facts rarely determine how people behave? The, where the, as you may know, the brain is designed such that the, the part of the brain that makes the decisions is different than the part of the brain that rationalizes the decisions. Absolutely. And I can give this to you in, in, in a very powerful um, example. Uh, have either of you guys ever been hypnotized, by the way, all the way hypnotized? You know, I don't believe I can, honestly. I, I watch these videos <laughs> showing the science and art of hypnotizing, and I think there's something wrong. Don, you are getting sleepy. You are getting sleepy. I literally cannot be hypnotized. But go ahead, your point. No, I haven't. Greg, have you? No. Well, well, you're both wrong. You've both been hypnotized many hundreds of thousands of times. Um, and... And, and this is not hyperbole, and this isn't just me trying to uh, turn a catchy phrase. Um, when you go to a movie theater on a Saturday afternoon, and it's bright, sunny day out, and you're sitting in a room with 400 other Californians, and you're munching popcorn, and you're, and you're uh, sipping your Coke, and meanwhile you're watching Nightmare on Elm Street, and Freddy Krueger comes out of a dark uh, passageway, you jump out of your chair. Now, why would you do that? It's uh... Daylight. You're, you're not alone. You're in a room full of 400 people. Freddy Krueger doesn't exist. We all know it. Why do you jump out of your chair? And the reason you jump out of your chair is because you have made an agreement. You've made a deal with the filmmakers or the TV producers. And what you basically said is, I'm going to suspend my disbelief. In other words, I'm going to shut my brain off, my thinking brain. And I am going to let you talk to me in such a way that I become in, I go into the story. So the reason you jump is because you're not sitting in that movie theater anymore. You're actually down in the basement of this house at midnight on Halloween. And, and that's where everybody's consciousness is. So when, that, so when that creature jumps out, the reason people leap is because they're not in movie theaters. They're in that, they're in that basement. And, and when you allow yourself to do that, which is what we've allowed us, this is not, there's nothing wrong with this, by the way, um, 
But when you sit and watch a movie, let's take an upbeat example. Let's take It's a Wonderful Life. Probably not too many people believe that angels come down with, you know, with, and, and a bell is rung every time they get their wings and stand there on the bridge and have conversations with people. But we are willing to accept that for the sake of the story. And since we lower all of our critical facilities, we lower all of our, of our ability to say, oh, that's not real. We open our minds up, and that message is a subconscious uh, message that goes directly to our brains. It's a hypnotic suggestion. It goes right to our brains, and I can prove it. You ready? Can you do this? Can we take a quick break? And with that Absolutely. cliffhanger, uh, we're going to come back after the break and let Bill prove that we can be hypnotized and walk like chickens and we have some more uh, conversation with bill about the state of affairs here in california and the united states after this break from our sponsor for this half hour and by the way you can see bill Wettel in person at the next redlands tea party patriots meeting on Fe- on february 7 seven o'clock at mill creek cattle company in mentone and more about that in our next segment after this word from ed hoffman of wholesale capital corporation the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial back after this Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office. That of you guys out there that are listening, you don't know it, or maybe you do, some of you, if you listen to this program regularly. The show for the most important political office, that a private citizen. Every individual in the republic is a private citizen, and the success or failure of the republic rests on our shoulders. We're talking to Bill Whittle uh, here in the first half hour of the show. BillWhittle.com is where you can find his work. We left with a cliffhanger with Bill trying to convince us that every time we go into a movie theater, we are hypnotized. I've never walked out of the movie theater like a chicken so i'm still wondering about the validity of the argument but i'm playing along uh bill pick up the story about uh where this uh how how this phenomenon works well young people everybody who comes out of a movie theater may not be walking like a chicken but they go out and they start (laughs) voting like a chicken okay they'll start or they'll start voting whichever way um you have told them to and i don't mean in one movie i mean just in general sure so for those of you who are a little suspicious of this, a little kind of, you know, skeptical about it, um, I'm going to prove to you how, how thoroughly you've been hypnotized, and um, I'm going to start a, fe- a sentence, and you're going to finish it for me, okay? You're All not right. going to have to think about it. I'm going to start it. You're going to finish it. Both of you guys together. Ready? Yep. Here we go. 
Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman. <laughs> right. Did you have to check your phone for that? Did you have to go to the, to the DC Comics a website and find out what that was? Did you have to think about it? Uh, nobody has to think about it. If right. you're a certain age or older, you know um, that, that that is the end of that sentence. And if I wanted to go to a slightly younger crowd, I'd say, just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. And everybody would be able to finish that, too, because you've heard it hundreds of times, and, and it has gone into your subconscious mind. You don't think about what the rest of that sentence is. You know it. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. You know it. And you know it because you've heard it, and you've heard it with your, with your critical mind down. Now, here's the point. The fact that it's a bird, it's a plane, it's, a super, it's Superman is in your head means that everything that came during that half hour with George Reeves on TV is also in your head. All of the message of Superman is in your head because it's in your head in the same way that that, that, that slogan is. So if you feed people a message of, of movies like It's a Wonderful Life and you give them TV shows like uh, Superman, what you end up with is a citizenry that, that basically is decent people. Superman is essentially America. It's this all-powerful being that's limited only by its own morality. And, and you end up with a, with a kind of citizenry that votes for healthy things. But if, on the other hand, you start... Uh, putting in movies instead of um, movies like uh, It's a Wonderful Life, you start. Well, it started with movies like Easy Rider and mm-hmm. you know, and Bonnie and Clyde, where all of a sudden the bad guys are the good guys, and the cops are suddenly the bad guys, and the cool, attractive, handsome, gorgeous people are all, you know, doing the same kind of thing. Then that's what you'll be hypnotized. And if your kids listen to Family Guy every weekend or every week or five times a day, then they're going to get that message too. And so, what I'm saying is, is that. What you mentioned earlier is absolutely true. People do not vote based on what they think. They vote based on what they feel. And there's evidence for this, too, because in 2012, exit polls, either people who just finished voting have nothing to lose, they're just coming out of the polls all across the country. Romney won on everything. He won on the economy. He won on on, um, job creation. He won on uh, national defense. He won on everything. The only thing that Barack Obama beat Mitt Romney on in exit polling was the question of who do you think cares more about you? And Obama won that with 96% of the mm-hmm. Yep. I don't doubt that at all. Um, and your point is taken. Whether it's hypnotism or some other phenomenon that's at work in the brain, I completely agree with you. This conditioning... It I, I, and, and the reason I say that, and the reason I'm kind of insisting on it, sure. is because, because you don't realize it's being done to you. This is the most important aspect okay. of what I'm trying to talk about. You don't know that you're getting a message. You, you don't know. You're just watching a story. But everything that comes in with that story goes in there as well. And most movies, as a general rule, are not very political. They're just a fun ride, which is why this is not inherently a bad thing. But when you go into a movie and you, and you lower all of those uh, critical facilities and take in the movie, you take in everything that comes with it. And, and when you think about how left-wing Hollywood is and how left-wing, uh, you know, all the news media we listen to... Uh, you're, you're basically taking an entire generation and hypnotizing them into a certain belief system. And that belief system is not the one that we were hypnotized into. Um, and I, again, I don't use the word hypnotism in, the, in, the, in a negative way. It's, it's neutral. It's, it's more sure. neutral. What happens? It's the willing suspension of disbelief, we call it. But the point is, you're hanging up your mind for that hour or two. You're going to hang it up on a hook, and you'll pick it up on the way out of the theater. And, and so all of this stuff goes in subconsciously, and the, the work I want to do now 
is I do not want to make a conservative uh, computer game. I just want to make that crystal clear. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, for instance, is an enormously popular game that does nothing but promote, you know, just random acts of violence and stuff. And, you know, it's Horrible. very, very successful. Yeah, it's successful because it's interesting. If I, so what would I call my conservative computer game? You know what I call it? Fully insured SUV. And, um, and you know, we, we, we go down to the bank and deposit some money and go home and have dinner with the wife. Uh, no. No, nobody will play a conservative computer game. And they don't have to because every computer game is conservative. Every single one of them. They're all about individuals. They're all about struggle. They're about you versus the world. They're about guys getting guns. They're about heroism. They're about sacrifice. And they're about working hard and making money, believe it or not. And if working hard and making money means going to the same cave and slaying the same dragon with the same sword so that you can get your gold pieces, and after you have 100 gold pieces, you get a bigger sword so you can slay a bigger dragon and make more money, that's still capitalism at work. We only have a few minutes to wander around the amazing brain of Bill Whittle. Uh, and I do want to ask you, if you were to quantify 2019 and the upcoming election into a single concise theme, what would that be? It would be that Republicans had better learn and quickly, because there's not much time left, that the argument to the head is always beaten by the argument that goes to the heart. And the left is masters of this. They use emotion deceptively, which is one reason why I think we're so afraid to, to touch it. But just as one example, as one example, if Donald Trump is going to um, make a case for his reelection, I think it's a very strong case, he can either sit there and say, hey, we've had 4% economic growth, 5% economic growth, or he can go out there and find some, some, um, some young black men primarily who had been unemployed throughout all of the Obama years, uh, Donald Trump has, has produced record black employment, record. There's never, the unemployment rate among, among black males has never been lower. And he needs to go out there and he needs to show people why, why his policies are not just successful. They're morally good. They're morally good for everybody. They're taking people out of this dependency and hopelessness, and they're giving them control of their lives back. And I want to see actual faces, and I want to see actual tears in people's eyes. You know, we had um, Obamacare, uh, you know, crammed down our throats because the genius of the left, the genius of them, is to say, hey, we're not trying to destroy the entire uh, six of the economy and, and destroy private health care. What they do is they wait to the State of the Union, and then, and yes. then Barack Obama will, will point up into the gallery and say, yes. you know, I'd like you to meet, I'd like you to meet Mrs. Ethel Johnson. Ethel, could you stand up first for just a moment? And, and so up stands this, this lovely, kind, little old lady. And then, and then Obama says words to the effect of, you know, Ethel's husband was a, uh, a veteran, and he served this country in World War II and, 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 and worked hard for many years and kept his retirement. But uh, her husband has developed cancer, and it took all of their money, and there was no money left. And, and, and Ethel looked like we're going to have to lose uh, John because because we just couldn't pay for it. But now because of uh, Obamacare, uh, Ethel's doing well, her grandchildren are doing well, and, and we just wanted to tell her how glad we are that, that she's here and that her husband's doing better. And of course, and Ethel can't afford Obama to go to the doctor because of the high deductible, but leave that aside. We don't, but, but you never, ever think that, ever. That's the head, a, That's the head talking right there. I'm a conservative warrior. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gladiator. I'm a professional. And I have watched things like that and gone, you know, maybe I'm wrong about all this. You know, I don't want that woman to die. She seems lovely. I don't want anything to happen to her. Maybe they're right. And, and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. 
You know, it's like 30 that, seconds. that appeal to the emotions is what will win every time. And we better start doing this. And I'm good at it. I know a few people are good at it. And if we don't start thinking about this, we are not going to have a, mm. a population with any heads left to talk to. Great advice, Bill. Bill, thank you so much for being on the show. I know you, your time is short today. And again, if you want to see Bill Whittle in person, he will be at the Redlands Tea Party Patriots meeting on February 7 at 7 p.m. at Mill Creek Cattle Company in Mentone. It's a great meeting for you to come to and to bring your 20-something or teen-something to the meeting as well. Thank you, Bill. My pleasure, guys. We'll see you soon. God bless you, Bill. We'll be back with some more uh, important information for you in fighting the culture and the political war in 2019 leading up to the most important election. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590, The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. Welcome back to the Saturday edition of the Unite IE Radio Show. My name is Don Dix, and I am here with my co-host, Greg Britton. We are talking about, uh, you know, 2019 is a very important year, and we've got to get our act together in so many ways. We were fortunate just to have Bill Whittle on with us, and he is going to be speaking to the Redlands Tea Party uh, Patriots, your on monthly 7th. meeting on February 7th. Where, 7 where is that going to be? 7 p.m. at Mill Creek Cattle Company in Mentone. Great place for dinner as well. And uh, if you didn't hear Bill Whittle, you can pick it up on the podcast or come, and or come see him in person. Great presenter. And he's one of the, he understands the importance of addressing emotion because that's what moves people, not facts. Always recommend getting there about 530 because the great thing about the place that you have your meetings are the ribs at Mill Creek. They're famous for them. And Thursday night, it's all you can eat ribs. So, I mean, how can you go wrong? can't you can't that's a great venue i wish there were uh i wish there were those restaurants all over riverside county so that every one of our conservative groups could be there so there's the february 7th meeting we're gonna bring into our conversation mark her who is the co-founder of an organization called the center for self-governance that teaches us here in america the proper care and feeding of the republic how do we maintain it how do we ensure it for future generations it is a sign and a bit of an art that is lost largely due to the fact that so many of us go through school today. So many of our citizens go through school today, and it's partially related to the conversation we were having with Bill Whittle, and we have no idea what it means to live in a republic. We don't study, the kids don't study the Constitution. They don't study the 
Bill of Rights, the preamble of the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. No, in California, we would much rather indoctrinate them into 67 different genders, sexual, uh, you know, education that now takes the form of condom races in second grade. These are the important issues that our kids need to learn, Greg. Absolutely. And I just had an online discussion the other day about this. And it's not just in the triple X sex ed. It's in the history they teach and don't teach. Yep. Social studies, it's integrated into everywhere. The math, there's even math questions that are geared around a lot of the social agenda and indoctrination that happens. I'd like to welcome into our show, Mark Herr. Mark, it's great to have you with us. You have been uh, just jetting around the country with a someone that should be a household name showing a series of videos based on some events that happened and unfolded uh, between Nevada, I believe, and Oregon. Uh, And these events are exemplars of how we are losing the republic. Tell us a little bit about these events And then we'll tell folks how they can connect with us next Monday evening, right in Corona, for a screening of one of the movies that you guys have produced. Welcome to the show. Don and Greg, thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys uh, so much. And, uh, yeah, so there there is um, uh, uh, something that we're doing uh, related to um, uh, kind of informing the public about uh, different matters. And, uh, so interesting you were talking about the uh, curriculum and indoctrination of kids, etc. Um, so we, we've created a, a film uh, to, to inform people, obviously, about the situation that happened uh, in, in eastern Oregon back in 2016. Uh, a rancher was upset about some, some, some grass and, and cows and, and uh, BLM and prison. and I mean, just it's, it's just an epic story. However, um, uh, we, we ended up meeting with his uh, family, and we created this film. It's called Lavoy Dead Man Talking. Uh, this, this rancher named Lavoy Finnicum out of Arizona, he was very frustrated that these people were imprisoned as terrorists, but they'd been ranchers their whole life, no speeding tickets, nothing. Uh, and then they were uh, taken back to court and then, and then sent back to prison for the mandatory minimum because they were considered felon terrorists. And so it was like, what in the world? His grandpa and his son, they're running this ranch, uh, no, no problems with the law, and they, they end up getting sentenced as terrorists for, for um, uh, the activities on their farm. And, and Lavoy Finnicum was very frustrated with that. And a lot of Americans right now are frustrated with so many things, um, whether it's equality for, for the different genders or it's um, having a wall for, or dreamers who want to come to our country. There's just so much frustration out there across the country, and people are looking for solutions. And what we did was we partnered with the Finnicum family, and we made a movie about Lavoie. And um, we're having tremendous success. Uh, we've been to 13 states since September of last year. Uh, we've shown this to Black Lives Matter in Queens, New York. Uh, we've shown this to uh, 20 different uh, media outlets, uh, from NPR to The Guardian UK. Um, and so we're having an impact with our message. And our message is this. Um, we all know there's a problem with the country. We all might disagree on all the different issues, but something's wrong with the system. And can we come together and have that conversation? And that's what we're hoping to do with you guys on Monday there in Corona. Bring people together who may disagree on social and economic issues and start having the conversation to figure out what's wrong with the system. 
how what's wrong with our republic what's what can we do together as a community to fix it for people that aren't familiar with the events leading to lavoy finnicum's death what happened so Lavoy Finnicum, uh, um, he went to this. Uh, it's, a, it's a really long story, Greg. I, you, you should send your people to uh, come my to the movie. website. Uh, so they should go to our YouTube channel, Center for Self Governance. There's a 60 minute film called The Bundy Standoff Part One. Uh, in t- 2014, Lavoy Finnicum goes to this standoff because he felt like they were being bullied by federal agents in a federal agency over policy that was destroying their business. And so he got emotionally upset about that. And he felt like he needed to do something because he also was a rancher in Arizona. So he drove to Nevada to support these ranchers. And you can watch the film if you want to. It's YouTube, Center for Self-Governance, Part 1, Bundy Standoff, 60 Minutes. And then he starts experiencing problems himself with different federal agencies. They came into his community. They asked the sheriff to deputize so they could arrest him and do all these things. And he's just a rancher. He's got like 80 cows. Uh, he, he, he owns grass, he owns water, um, and it's on public lands. And so there's this fight, this emotional fight over, you know, public lands belong to everybody. Yes. Uh, but Lavoy Finnicum, he, he took out a loan for, for water and grass. He has a $250,000 loan for a business that he's running. And here it is, the government was running him out of business and he was making the claim. He's like, look, you guys are, you're, you're doing this eminent domain with no compensation. You know, someone takes your house in, in the urban center and they want to make a highway go through it. They're supposed to pay you for that. Your property and your house. They're just running him out of business. It's like the mafia. I mean, it has the same kind of elements. And so emotionally, it's like it was really draining on him. And he, he was frustrated because he's like he doesn't have a voice. He's being labeled this, you know, terrorist and supremacist and all these things. And um, and so he's like, I'm just not going to take it. And he ends up in Oregon for this the family I mentioned earlier called the uh, uh, Dwight and Stephen Hammond out of Oregon. Um, again, you, you got to watch the films to learn the details. Um, uh, but if you're interested in learning about our system of government and everyone on both sides knows something's wrong, this film is a way to generate that conversation, bring, bringing people together to have those kind of conversations. Lavoy Finnicum was the same, had the same kind of mentality. Something's wrong, and I'm going to do something about it. And that's let why me, he went to Oregon. Let me say this really quickly, because and Greg has a, a point, but we are all seem to be reaching out into the dark of this wrongness, and we're all touching the animal of wrong from different perspectives. There's the issue we yes. touched on earlier about schools. Uh, there's the issue you're talking about, which is government <laughs> right. versus the governed, and it's an, an example of government overreach. And we could go on and on and on in on a list on. of stuff yeah. that, that, that really shows people how far off we are from the original intent of the founders of this country we're all touching that but but we need a common uh foundation and a framework from which to fight this and you know one of the things about the left is they're united one of the things about the right is we're all touching this animal from different perspectives and arguing over the approach when we need to learn the mechanics of maintaining the republic and that's what the center for self-governance teaches and you're absolutely and you're using this event the series of events that led up to the death of lavoy finicum and then the big trial in what was it, Nevada of the Hammonds of uh, the Bundys, rather? 
guys, there were so many trials. The American people have no clue what happened to these people. And so I'm doing part three, which is called The Final Verdict, a series of movies about what happened to these people in courts. There was a court case in Oregon uh, where these people were acquitted. They were acquitted for, for the refuge protest, but they had been labeled terrorists by the media. Mm. And then Antifa took over federal buildings in Portland, but the, there was nothing. Uh, so, the, so the contrast is, is astounding. Uh, and then you go to Nevada, these people for the Bunkerville thing in 2014, they went off to jail. Uh, they were held in jail without bail for two years because they had been labeled domestic terrorists. And that's the, that was the output of the NDAA. That can happen to the left or the right. Yep. Of course, right now it's happening more to the right for various reasons, but for, but emotionally for our society, we, there's, a, there's a question that, that my organization is really trying to help communities around the country answer, and that is, does a system of government matter to all of us? Do we have a vested interest as a community in fixing the system together while having debates and disagreements or even agreements over social and economic issues? Is there something bigger at play here? Mm-hmm. And that's the question that my films are meant to answer. And, and, and really, Don, you hit it on the nose. We really want to help people understand the mechanics of government. I know that sounds cerebral and kind of boring, but it's actually not. Uh, once you realize all of these things that are happening in our country are a symptom of the system crashing, there's an opportunity for you and your community to learn the system and become part of the solution. To fix Let's it. take a Bingo. pause. Let's take a pause there, and we're going to get into that in the next segment after... Uh, this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they're truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We have on the line with us Mark Herr, of, co-founder of the Center for Self-Governance, which uh, teaches what the schools no longer teach of how to be a citizen of a constitutional republic. And we have a uh, one-minute video, of course, only the audio of it, talking about the Center for Self-Governance. The purpose of the Center for Self-Governance is to teach individual citizens how to wield their civic authority. You can't keep going to your fellow citizens with just energy. You have to go to your fellow citizens with facts. Who is in control of who? We're challenging them to think differently about themselves, about their government, and especially about their fellow citizens. They need to learn their responsibilities in keeping the republic. They actually have a larger role as a human being within their society to have an impact on the way their community moves forward. The Center for Self-Governance is an effective tool to controlling elected officials and government. It's our personal responsibility to control instituted government. If we don't do that, then instituted government will control us. 
Don, both you and I have taken the Center for Self-Governance training, and particularly the Level 1 training, the initial training, the initial session, is a paradigm-shifting experience in how you view politics and how you view government and how you view your role as a citizen. And I remember that uh, one, of the, one of the things they asked in Level 1 is, who thinks the government has too much power? And almost everyone goes, yeah, of course the government has too much power. But the answer is, you will learn, is no, the government does not have power. All political power is inherent in the people. They just don't know how to use it. And the Center for Self-Governance training is to teach people they have the power and how to use it. And it is even in the California Constitution, in the very beginning of uh, Article 2, it says all political power is inherent in the citizens. I think they use the term people. And then you get into the game that Mark Herr, who is the co-founder of the Center for Self-Governance and joins us here on the Unite Inland Empire radio show, uh, who has a, a we have an event. Normally, the monthly meetings of the Unite IE Coalition and the leaders from conservative groups around the county meet on the first Monday of the month. But because Mark has produced these videos and he's touring uh, the country, showing them and using them as a uh, means to communicate to people how we have lost control of our republic. And he's using the story of what happened to these cattle ranchers as just one example of how the government, and I love that sentence in that video, Mark, it's our responsibility to control the government because if we don't control the government, the government controls us. Isn't that true? Yes, it's, uh, it's very true. And, and this is the, the point of our training program uh, is to teach people uh, the game of political chess. And um, the, the starting point for learning how to compete in society for stability, which is what everyone wants. Most of us want stability, status quo, harmony, equilibrium. and when government or society becomes uh, disquieted and we find ourselves in these situations where we're, we're, di- we're so deeply divided on everything, uh, there's something wrong with the system. And that's the important part of our training program is the very first thing that we have to do is change the paradigm of our trainees. Is government a beast? Is it alive? Is, it, is, is government a person? Or is government an object, a form, or a system, like a car, refrigerator, or an airplane? And that paradigm is, is, is hard for most folks because they naturally say, like Greg, government has too much power because they think government's a beast. They think government's a person. Well, there's an alternative paradigm for your listeners to begin applying. And our training program helps you make that paradigm shift uh, with our training exercises uh, just like exercise or changing your diet or, or making shifts in the, your lifestyle so that your health will improve. It's the same thing for the health of our society. Our, our culture needs a paradigm shift regarding government. Is it an object, uh, a form or a system, or is it a beast, a person, or a dragon? And um, you'll see people shifting their thinking uh, in the first class going, wait a minute, I, I can think of this government like a refrigerator, or a plane, or a car? Well, that, that has huge implications. Uh, that's for the 21st century in your state alone in California, it's huge. That's a huge paradigm shift for the average person and has tremendous implication for, for future, uh, for future issues, if you will. If the person can think of government like a, an object or a system, that means the object can be maintained. Uh, if it, if it's a beast, 
then your, your only option is to go out in the streets and riot and kill people and have a revolution. But if government is a system or an object, you can look at that thing as if it can be maintained, it can be fixed. Uh, there's components, there, like your car, there's steering wheels, uh, uh, heaters, uh, radio dials. Uh, anyway, the paradigm is, 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 is massive, uh, massively monumental for the 21st century. But it's actually very simple for people to apply. Uh, it just takes training and habit. Uh, just like, you know, hey, I know your listeners are like, when I say, hey, you know, do you have a regular exercise program? Well, here, let me give you some, give me, give you some exercises to train your, your exercise. And then tomorrow you're like, you wake up, you know what? I'm just going to sleep a little bit longer, <laughs> right? So I understand it's not easy to make a paradigm shift or change your habits. And that's why our organization is so committed as a nonprofit C3, traveling the country to communities around the country, whether you are left or right in the political spectrum, helping your community develop a paradigm that government can be thought of as an object uh, because the implications for maintenance and fixing and solutions are, are monumental. I, I hope that expl explodes your, your audience's mind. There's sure. so much, there's so many opportunities. If so many more options to you as a community, if your culture can think of government like an object or, or, or a system. It's important that your role as a citizen is not just voting every two years. Oh. You know, it's funny you say that because that's exactly what I was what was going through my mind as Mark was talking is that the average citizen, their paradigm of their involvement with their republic is the voting that they do every two years is what they think is the lever of control. And that is <laughs> that is such a mistaken paradigm. Well, think about it. There's one million one hundred twenty five thousand minutes in a year. And how long does it take you to vote, especially if you're a mail-in ballot place or you go to your precinct? The longest part of it is standing in the line or standing there calling your friend saying, who should I vote for, right? But, but the, the simplest part of it is when you actually check the box. So how much control do you actually have when you vote? You're, you're not selecting the maintenance crew to fix the plane. You're, fixing, you're, you're, so, you're voting for the pilot. You're, you're voting for someone to steer the plane. Maintenance of a system is such a broader and, and much more applicable uh, set of activities that offers you and your community so many more options and possible solutions than just selecting someone to go to Sacramento uh, to uh, vote in gas taxes, to vote in, uh, you know, uh, all, all of the things that, that trouble you. <laughs> and well, you Regulations some... and waters and meters and 55 gallons and it's endless, right? Right, and you you have the training you have training coming up in Corona here uh, in the near future on February 9th is your levels one and two foundational civics. And well, we're going to be in two places, Greg. Um, we're going to be uh, over in uh, the Calabasas area, over by uh, uh, Ventura County on the ninth, all day for screenings, and we'll have an evening level one and two class there. And then we're going to be in uh, Riverside on February 10th. Uh, for the same applied civics level one and two classes uh, right there 
on Sunday afternoon. And folks are going to be able to learn about all this, including seeing a portion of your uh, work documenting what we had been talking about earlier in the hour, along with being able to meet the widow of Lavoie Finnegan, Jeanette Finnegan, yes. and hearing directly from her uh, what it is that this is, uh, yell, what this is meant to their family uh, and what she is doing to rectify the situation she actually is suing. Uh, the government for wrongful death. You'll learn more about that. That is going to be at the city center. I'm sorry, the Circle City Center in Corona. It's 365 North Main Street on Monday evening. Doors will open at six for the screening. The screening will start at seven and then we'll have an opportunity for Q&A and some networking afterwards. Um, And we'll put all that information up on the Unite IE uh, Facebook page, Unite Inland Empire Facebook page, so you can get more details about that. But this is a very important opportunity to meet, uh, you know, someone whose life was turned upside down by uh, the government that we're no longer properly controlling and maintaining. Hey, you know, Don, it's really interesting that you bring this up because it wasn't just um, the governing that that did this because policies began in 2001 with the term domestic terrorism. Uh, Department of Homeland Security made a lexicon with a bunch of labels in it. And then uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, which is a nonprofit organization based in Mississippi, started collecting intelligence on anyone who was labeled right wing, far right, alt right, yep. uh, patriot, constitutionalist. And then they started providing intelligence to the Federal Bureau of Investigation uh, uh, because it's against the law for federal agencies to spy on citizens. So a nonprofit could collect the information and then by contract give the information they had collected. So it's, and then it, to top it off, the media used those labels in their reporting to, to highlight that Lavoie Finnicum and Jeanette Finnicum were a bunch of white supremacists. And, and where's the defense? Where's the due process? Where's yep. the, yeah, amazing. We Thank are you, Mark, to, to find more about what they do. You can go to centerforselfgovernance.com, find out about the training, and uh, we hope to see you at the movie on Monday night. It's going to be a... An eye-opening experience, and thank you, Mark, for being on our show today, and thank you for everything you do for the cause of keeping the Republic. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you very much. Tune in every Saturday for the Unite IE Radio Show at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.